Hey family, how are you? I pray all is well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and you. That's right. He is your God and what a mighty God we serve. How are you doing family on this amazing Saturday? Another day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. So family, I know it's been a while. Please forgive me. God has been doing amazing things. We started a new devotional 40 days with the Holy Spirit. We are only on day 10 and family, whew, it is powerful. The Holy Spirit is breathing, moving, aligning, regulating. I'm super excited for these 40 days. I pray that you are tapped in. I pray that you are part of the S2S Club on Clubhouse. And if not, family, what are you waiting for? If you love the Submitted to Serve podcast, I know you would love the Submitted to Serve room on Clubhouse. It will bless you and just the opportunity to come with so many loving brothers and sisters in Christ, hearing the different perspectives, hearing how God is moving in our individual lives. It is so, so encouraging and it's a blessing and I know it will bless you. I just want to just give a recap of what has been going on. I remember the last time I spoke to you guys, God has been dealing with me with pigs in a parlor and I've been doing some deliverances and going through you know, just going through warfare and just praying against any altars and covenants that might still be in place. And I told you that God told me to lay aside coffee. I am happy to announce that this past month I have been coffee free. Amen. Glory be to God. I haven't had the taste of the coffee since I poured it out, went into my cupboards and just threw everything away. And I do thank God for his strength. I thank God for his grace. Um, I'm not going to say I wasn't, you know, the thought didn't compress my mind every once and again but my desire is I don't want this anymore and therefore I will not return Jesus said go sin no more and also it's not that it's necessarily a sin or it's not bad but anytime the Holy Spirit tells you to lay something aside obedience is better than sacrifice I do feel more um, rejuvenated I have more strength um, I do feel a little different physically from drinking a coffee with all the cream and the sugar I've been taking a lot of water in. I got me a new water bottle I I've been loving it and I'm just grateful for the shifts and the changes that God is doing in my life. So I wanted to give you guys a recap on that and I will continue keep a recap. You know, even in an event that I, I fall short and get me a small cup of coffee, which I won't, which I hope I won't. But you know what? I don't put confidence in this flesh. I put confidence in God. But I will be 100% honest with you guys as I'm on this journey of being 100% delivered from the caffeine. Um like I said, we got this new devotional going on, 40 Days with the Holy Spirit. Um, the Lord even gave me the idea on our fellowship Friday, we have movie night. So I found an app that is cross-device with both Android and iOS where we can come together, watch movies. We still almost have, you know, the uh, functions as Clubhouse. We all have a mic. We can talk. We can text. We can send pictures and videos all while watching the movies. So it has been amazing. Uh, we had our first uh, virtual fellowship movie night uh, last week and then we had our second one yesterday it was amazing we had a good time so a lot of good things has been happening 
but I wanted to come on today and share a quick word about um, the people that we're around and don't let no one quench your worship. Amen. The movie we watched yesterday was called A Man Called John and I'm not sure if you heard of it or maybe you're familiar with it and if not I encourage you to go watch it. So basically the man named John um, he was a Caucasian man but he was filled in the spirit. Um, he, he would get the, the anointing on him and he would shout and he would run he was a runner he would worship God in a way that his um, other church members and all the leaders and the elders didn't approve of it was kind of this you know dry church not really operating with the Holy Spirit but he was he really loved the Lord and he liked to worship God and the church had a petition to get him out of the church and that was hurtful because he really worshiped God. He was a good pastor. He was good with his word. They just didn't like his style of a worship. They didn't like how he praised God. They didn't like how he gave honor to God. And even his family, they would say after church how embarrassed they was to see him. And that made me think because it made me think of um, David. Hallelujah. It made me think of David and how when the Ark of the Covenant, ha, oh, Jesus, when the Ark of the Covenant came, David was so excited that the Bible said he danced his clothes off. But what happened? His wife was embarrassed. And it was like, wow, God, I love when he shows me, you know, even in watching a movie that God brings the scriptures alive to me to make a real truth and, and something that we need to pay attention to. Whether it's your spouse, whether it's your children, whether it's the congregants in your church who's supposed to celebrate your worship, who's supposed to encourage you to worship and not petition you to get out or try to silence you because possibly your worship grieves their spirit. Hallelujah. It's 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 convicting the fact that they're not operating at a higher level. God is always inviting us higher. So sometimes your worship and your, your, your faithfulness to God can aggravate people. Jesus, Jesus, your faithfulness and your worship unto God can actually aggravate people. And that could be in your home. That could be in the church. That could be in your workplace. That could be in the school. And we can't let nobody quench our worship. We can't let no one quench how the Holy Spirit moves on the inside of us. And I'm watching this movie and it was so sad. And even though his wife did love him, they did get embarrassed because of how he worshiped God. Instead of encouraging him, instead of celebrating with him, even if the church didn't understand, his family should have. Amen. But they didn't. So I want to read this real quick. I'm sorry. I want to read this real quick. And second Samuel six, starting at the 16th verse. Then as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michael, Saul's daughter, David's wife, looked down from the window above and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord. And she felt contempt for him in her heart because she thought he was undignified. Come on. Come on. How are you undignified worshiping God? 
worshiping God. And even though we know that David worshiped so hard to his clothes come off, that's how we got to go before the Lord. We got to be willing to be transparent and naked. I love you. If it hasn't been for you, where would I be? I know you're the only reason why I live. You're the only reason why I breathe. You're the only reason why I'm in my right mind until we get to a place where we can worship God till our clothes come off. But we too cute for that. We too cute for that. Our hair too cute for that. Our makeup too baked for that. Our shoot. We can't worship God. This generation can't worship God. We too cute. But David said, God has chosen me over your father, over all of the people in Saul's house. I'm going to worship my God. He didn't have to choose me. He didn't have to choose me, but he did. And this is how I'm giving thanks. This is how I'm honoring the God that I serve. I'm going to worship him even if you don't like it. And we got to have that in our spirit. Many of us are silencing. We won't worship. We won't pray in the spirit because people are looking at us. People are saying, why are you doing all that? People are questioning you. And until you get a fire on the inside of you that says, I am going to worship my God. I am going to give thanks to my God. I am going to not quench the Holy Spirit within me. And the Bible says, build up thyself by praying in the Holy Ghost. And that is an issue because there's a lot of people who don't believe in the uh, uh, t- um, speaking in tongues but the bible says that is to edify the body it's to edify you and in certain settings you need an interpreter when you're talking before the congregation but then the bible says that we do it to edify ourselves to strengthen us and if you got to be around people that when you start trying to edify yourself and you're trying to strengthen yourself so you don't draw back so you don't give up so you don't take your hand off the plow and the people are questioning your worship the people are questioning how you are responding to god i think it's time to remove yourself from them people And not all situations are that easy, especially when it comes to a husband or a wife or your children. It's not that easy to pick up and walk. But what I encourage you this day, do not let nobody, I don't care who they are, quench the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. Don't let anybody quench how you worship God. Don't let anybody quench how you open your mouth to give thanks to the King of glory. Amen. Amen. Because people are questioning, oh, it don't take all of that. Oh, this was the people in his church. It was the people in the church lifting their nose up to him because of how he worshiped God. Are you lifting your nose up to somebody because of how they worship God with all of their heart, with all of their might? That they're worshiping God with their life? That they're not just going to church on Sunday, but they living this thing out They're living it out Monday through Sunday. So it blessed me. It blessed me as we was watching this movie last night because this man, he was he was encouraged and he didn't give up. And if you saw the movie or didn't, I don't want to tell the whole thing if you're going to go watch it. But the church petitioned him and, you know, God is strategic. And when man makes a mistake, God, he uses it for his glory and he uses it for our gain. But somehow in a mix up of trying to get him out of there, they end up sending him to an African-American church. And when he got there, he felt right at home that when the Holy Spirit came over him and he started to worship and he started to run, they celebrated him and they lifted him up and they worshiped God with him. And he felt at home. He felt at home and we got to know when we're home. We got to know where 
when we are around the right people that we can consider home, whether that be in a ministry, whether that be in friendships, whether that be in relationships. Look, David was married to a woman that couldn't help him worship God. Instead of her getting excited, instead of her saying, oh, look at my husband, praise and worship God. Let me come and compliment him. Let me come and worship with him because where there is unity, God commandeth a blessing. I'm going to worship you with God. She looked at him with disgust, with contempt in her heart. And I know many of you may be in a situation where maybe your husband is upset with how you worship God. Or maybe your wife is upset with how you worship God. And I want to encourage you to know that God is on your side. I want to encourage you to continuously open your mouth and give God the praise. Because God is on your side and he is about to bless you. Because even though it may not look like it now. It may not look like it now because people don't understand. In the in the movie, that's what his, his wife kept saying. Under give me understanding. I don't understand. Why, why do you got to praise like that? Why do you got to worship? And he said, I don't know. All I know is that when the spirit come over me, this is what I do. We shouldn't have to explain. And it's sometimes you can't explain it. I know what it's like to be slain in the spirit. I know what it's like to be consumed by the consuming fire. That's not something I can easily explain. We can't easily explain our encounters and interactions with God. And we shouldn't have to amongst people who say they are worshipers of God. We shouldn't have to. We should not have to explain an experience because you should be getting experience too. If you stop looking at me and stop clocking me and not looking at how I worship and you start to worship, maybe the Holy Ghost will come upon you and you start shouting and you start running around the church giving him praise. But you too cute and you worrying about me. This really stirred my spirit because this is real. And the Lord brought it to me what David had to go through. So much so God, he closed up her womb. She could never have children. And there's some people in our life who things are just dried up because they don't know how to open their mouth and worship. Hallelujah, hallelujah. They don't know how to open their mouth and worship and they wonder why things are dried up and things not working out. The Bible says he dried up her womb. Micah has never had a child. So we got to be careful not to give glory unto the king of glory. If you look out around and see some things in your life and you wonder why things are looking kind of dry, ask yourself, when was the last time you worshiped God? Hallelujah. Because he puts on the oil of gladness. There is an oil. You can't be dry when you worship God. There is an anointing that comes when you worship God. You can't be a dry person and tell me you a worshiper. You cannot be a bitter, offensive, mean, frustrated, nasty individual. And you tell me you a worshiper. Something is off. Something is missing. Because a true worshiper of God is filled. Their cup runneth over. There is an anointing that is on them. And God is pleased. God was pleased with David's worship. And if you are a worshiper like myself, I'm a worshiper and I love God and I'm not going to stop worshiping God because who looking at me? You don't like you don't like how I worship. Turn your head. You don't like how I praise. Leave. 
But it, no one, I would, I would rather you leave my life before I leave God. Hallelujah. I am not walking away from God to keep you. So you either worship with me, you either praise God with me, you either lift up his name with me, or this is the end of this. Next exit, yours. But I do thank God that at the end of the movie, when the family realized that they was embarrassed, hoping that the church didn't look at him crazy. But like I said, they celebrated him and they encouraged his worship. Then the family eyes was open to realize this is how he worshiped God and this is how he was made. They started to accept him and they too loved the church and they also started dancing and worshiping God. And sometimes we need to be in the right atmosphere. Sometimes we're in the wrong church and our gifts are not working because they're being quenched by the spirits, by the powers that be that wants to suffocate and muzzle the anointing on the inside of you. And we got to be mindful of that. Don't stay in no dry church. Don't stay in a ministry that's muzzling the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. We need to be in a ministry that celebrates the gifting on the inside of us that wants God to use us in a more excellent way that encourage us to be more effective in the gifting that God has given us. But anytime you're worshiping God and you want to use your gift for the kingdom of God and you're being muzzled and you're being silenced or you being petitioned out to leave. That's not where God is calling you. So this movie really blessed me. And when the Lord brought it back to me about what David had to go through with his own wife, I was like, wow, there's so many people who who are not truly open in their mouth and worshiping God. They got to do it in secret. But God said, if you can't, if you cannot confess me before men, Jesus, I cannot confess you to the father. If you are afraid to celebrate and glorify God in front of people. Jesus said, I can't I can't go before the father for you. So we got to get that together. We got to repent for the times that we were silenced and our worship was silenced and quenched because we were in the presence of dry people. Because we were in the presence of people who didn't understand the operation of the Holy Spirit in our life. We have to be intentional in the seasons that I will not be silenced for the like of men. I will not be silent for the likes of men. But I will worship and I will praise and I will give glory and I will give honor to the king of glory. And who is the king of glory? He is the Lord God almighty. So this blessed me and I just wanted to come on and love on you guys and just uh, encourage you with this word that you may be in environments that you feel stifled. You feel like, you know, it's hard for you to really burst out and praise God. And that is a sign that you need to surround yourself with other people don't stay around people that hinders you from worshiping God it will only put out the flame not stir it up I'm a fire starter and I love being around fuel Jesus I'm a fire starter and I love being around fuel people who know how to fuel the fire of God that is on the inside of me I do not like being around dry people I don't 
because I want to keep the fire burning for such a time as this. We have a work to do and I can't do my work dry. Nobody want to come to a dry church, have dry service, have dry worship, dry word. You ain't even excited about reading the word. First John 10, 10, the Bible says, no, we got to get excited. In the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. I need to be around fuel. So we got to check our temperature in this season. We got to check the people we are around. Are you conducive for this season? Are you conducive for where God is taking me? Are you fuel to my fire or are you water to my fire? Are you going to put the fire of God out me being in your presence or do you light me ablaze that stirs me up and I can boldly go do what God has called me to do for such a time as this It's something to think about. I pray it encourages you. I pray it makes you just burst out wherever you are right now and just shout and scream. Hallelujah. God is good. I pray you do that in the name of Christ Jesus because he is an awesome God and he deserves to be worshipped. Family, get tapped in. Tune in. If you're not a part of the S2S on Clubhouse, I would love to see you there. But if not, I just thank you for always supporting supporting the submitted to serve podcast i appreciate you with all of my heart may god bless you may god keep you until i talk to you again ah family oh one more thing also i'm going to put um in the description um the movie the apps that we're using to have the movie night i'm gonna put my email i'm gonna put my email because if you're interested in having a a fellowship movie night you know many of us live across the world i have some in california some in the uk canada and we can still come together and fellowship and have a virtual movie night chat talk i love it i love it i love it so if there's something you would like to be a part of on a friday night you may be feeling like oh i ain't got nothing to do you could come out and hang out with s2s so i'm going to put my email in the description of this podcast shoot me an email and say sister trina i need that app i want to know how i can tap in and have movie night with you guys and i would love to have you there so until i speak to you again family be blessed i love you